Welcome to Lessons from the Helpful Dead, where you'll learn the world is not what it seems and you are much more than you think you are. Here you'll learn about positive and reassuring messages from supposedly dead people whose main purpose is to help us. Find out what happens after we die, why we're here, how we got here, where we're going, and discover that you're really a powerful eternal spirit. I'm Dan McEnany. Today I'm going to switch the focus a little and I'm going to focus on some of the big present day social issues in the United States and how they relate or do not relate to the big picture. I'll start with an issue that's been in the news on the television uh, all of the last couple of weeks and certainly almost a month and that is reparations. Reparations for black people and the payment, of course, of those reparations, it is seen should be done by white people. This goes to the notion of group guilt, that all members of the white race, for example, are in some way responsible for the deprivations and obstacles that those who are black have faced in this country. As an old white guy, I can well understand how some black people could feel that they are owed something by the white people living in this country at this time. Along those same lines, there's another issue, which is the education of our children and the fact that in many public schools, the children are being taught that if you are black, you are a victim, and if you're a white child, you're an oppressor. Along with that goes the notion that the United States is really not all that good a country, especially since it has so many injustices in its past via slavery and discrimination against black people. Let's look at these concepts in light of the big picture. The big picture, as you know, states that each of us alive is a focus personality. As a focus personality, we are one of many personalities who are being energized and, in fact, created by a big self. That big self is the real you and the real me. So each of us is an integral part of that big self who chooses to focus on this human time-space illusion with different per focus personalities who can only perceive the material world around us. We have a tight, up-close focus on this world around us so that we can navigate in it. Most of us are not even aware of the big self. The important point here is that the big self has many focus personalities going on at once. And those focus personalities are of different races, different sexes, different intelligence levels, different socioeconomic circumstances, uh, living in different cultures. Those focus personalities living at the same time we're living are called counterparts. But outside of this human time-space illusion, we know that all of the focus personalities exist at once some in past centuries, some in future centuries. Some black, some white, some Asian, some Indian, some Eskimo, or whatever. We've talked in the past about how the big self is who you really are. 
And if the big self has a focused personality that is black in the present, in our present, but also has a focused personality that is a white slave owner in the past, let's say in the 18th or 19th century United States, it's quite possible that the same person, the same big self that is the white slave owner in the, let's say, 18th century is also the black person living today. This leads you to the question then whether the black self of today should get reparations from a white self of some other big self, some other big self who has a white personality going on. I'll let you decide for yourself how you feel about that, as well as how you feel about group guilt, the notion that all white people should be held guilty for the transgressions of some. The big picture perspective also introduces the notion of probabilities, the notion that for every major direction an individual or a country has taken, there's also another probable reality that exists where the individual or the nation has taken a different direction. So there may be realities in which slavery was outlawed at the very beginning of the country, and there may be other probabilities where slavery still exists. We're living in a probability where in our Earth years, 1861 to 1865, a civil war was fought and slavery ended. But that does not mean that other probabilities held to the same time frames. Let's go back to the notion now of the big self choosing which focused personalities it will have. Understanding the big picture perspective, you also understand that you choose your parents and you do not come in as a blank slate. You come in with a particular set of skills, abilities, intentions, and perspectives. Consider George Washington Carver, for example, obviously a genius who discovered many, many things that helped uh, white farmers, but he was born as a slave. Did he choose to be born as a slave to show the rest of us that genius can come in any kind of culture or any race? In modern-day America, we have the example of Ben Carson, a skilled brain surgeon. As a spirit, he obviously came in with many of those skills, and it's logical to think that he chose his mother, who would be someone who insisted that he focus on lifelong learning. The same could be said of Tim Scott, currently running for President of the United States. But it's not just talented, prominent black people who choose their parents. We all do. It's especially obvious when you think of some of the great musicians who are talented from the time they are three or four. Now let's consider another aspect of the big picture perspective, the human time-space illusion which maintains that we as spirits agree to come into this earth reality and we agree to its root assumptions, which include, among other things, time and space. So that means 
All of our personalities are going on at once. As discussed in the last section, the primal dilemma of our Creator was to let us go and know that at the same time that He let us go, He would have to give us free will. I say He advisedly. So free will, free will is a characteristic of all creation. Another aspect of the big picture is focus, as opposed to cause and effect. We think cause and effect is the rule in our reality. But Seth tells us that focus is the main determinant of what we experience. You get what you focus upon. With respect to racial considerations, you can, if you choose, if you're black, you can focus on the fact that you are a victim and you will see everything through the focus of being a victim. Or, like Tim Scott, who's already a senator, you can focus on the fact that you are a spiritual energy force and that as things exist today, you have unlimited opportunities to make the future the way you want it to be by virtue of your expectations, your desires, and your actions. As he is fond of saying, from cotton to Congress in one generation. Either way, as victim or victor, the law of attraction holds here. And the law of attraction is simply a modern-day way of expressing what the big picture perspective tells us, which is that we get what we concentrate upon. And whatever we focus upon in our mind, if we do it with enough intensity, we will bring, be able to bring about that reality in the material world. Let's talk for a moment about interracial marriage. The big picture would say, it doesn't matter. You're both spirits. And if you happen to be in bodies that are of different skin color, that makes no difference. And you must have the free will to do what you choose and to love whom you choose. But for the kids who are being taught in school that all whites are oppressors and all blacks are victims, that seems to go against the grain of interracial marriage. And what of the children of interracial marriages? What are they to think? Are they to be blamed for the bad points of either race or the good points of either race? That's kind of silly because what really counts is the individual spirit, the individual soul, and what it chooses to do while in the human time-space illusion, which would imply that racial division should just simply cease to exist, as indeed it has for many people in this current society. Let's turn now to another discussion, that of the role of the conflict between the United States and China. Some people, such as those I mentioned recently in the World Economic Forum, hold China up as a model of what a country can be. But China does not allow free will or free expression. China does not even allow the belief in and the expression about the spiritual world. Witness what they have done with the Falun Gong practitioners, where while they are, while they are living, they take out their organs 
for transplantation to Chinese Communist Party members. In fact, the Chinese rulers maintain that in order to achieve their earthly goal of a communist society, anything they do is okay, just so long as it goes toward their goal. And that includes, as many know, the forced concentration camps that the Uyghurs inhabit, and it includes religious persecution of all sorts. It goes beyond that to persecute anyone who isn't thinking properly according to the Chinese social credit scores that they have created. All of this is in direct contradiction to the big picture perspective. It's in direct contradiction to the notion of the big self. It's also in direct contradiction to free will and the free expression of one's thoughts and desires and any actions people might take to bring about those desires. Unfortunately, the United States is taking on some of the characteristics of the Chinese Communist Party. Witness the political prisoners being held as a result of their attending a rally on January 6th. Grandmothers, veterans, and others, all good people who merely were there with their cell phones are being tracked down and threatened with various punishments or put into prison. And as we know, some of those prisoners have been sent to what is considered the, the worst kind of punishment, solitary confinement with harsh treatment by guards without ever being charged of a crime. Also, unfortunately, the United States has restricted the freedom of millions during the recent COVID crisis. Because of this so-called pandemic, which could have been prevented with the right treatment options that were cheap and available, instead it became a mechanism by which those in control could exert their control and force others to shut down their businesses, to stay at home, to wear their masks, etc., etc. And of course, they also had to get vaccinated in order to keep their employment or be able to travel. And as we now know, those vaccinations are the cause, in our human time-space illusion, the cause of many physical difficulties and even death for a lot of people. Still, the United States is a beacon of freedom in many ways. And we still have the ability, in large part, to speak our mind freely, although there are a lot of people who feel compelled not to speak out about how they feel for fear of reprisals. So from the big picture perspective, China is not a company, a country rather, is not a country to be admired or copied in any way, because free will and the potential of any individual to become whatever they want is severely restricted. As you know from recent discussions, every individual has virtually unlimited opportunities to advance and grow. Not so in China. The big picture perspective then would have you think differently about China than the way Mark Zuckerberg or Pierre Trudeau would think about China. 
and it would very likely influence your perspective, whatever you wind up with, it would influence your perspective on racial relations. That's all for today. Again, I'm Dan McEnany, bringing you lessons from the helpful dead.